Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into the Pelicans and Saints podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Daniel Salerson. Hope everyone is staying safe during this difficult time. I know this is uh, not a normal thing for everyone right now, but we wanted to continue to bring you some Pelicans and Saints to you all entertained through this difficult time. And there's not a better guest to start off with than Saints and Pelicans owner Gail Benson, who joins us today. Mrs. Benson, first off, how are you? How is your health? You know, my health is great, thank God, Daniel. I, um, I'm really in great shape. Um, I, um, you know, I wake up every morning at 530, and I get on the treadmill for three miles. And then three times a week, I have a trainer, and she now sends her videos to me for strength training. So I'm in pretty good shape. I stay home, uh, stand home alone with very few limited staff. But, of course, I have my two little Yorkies to keep me company. And anybody that comes in, their temperature gets checked, and the, we have sanitizers, and we wash our hands all day long. I get to bed early every night, and I start over the next day. I'm going to need those training exercises from me if you don't mind. <laughs> I certainly could use it right now. <laughs> well, they're great. It's great to stress, and it's, it's good to just kind of get your brain going. Absolutely. And, and look, I'm used to seeing you in the office every day, walking around, saying hello, see you in the cafeteria. This has to be frustrating for you not to be able to see your staff, your employees, and just everyone that you're used to. How challenging has it been knowing that you have to stay home um, to protect yourself and protect others, but not being able to interact personally with everyone around you? You know, it's been extremely frustrating to not be able to go to the office, but I am in constant touch with all of the businesses every day. You know, I have the NFL and the NBA that I'm on the phone with, and then, of course, the Saints and the Pelicans and Dixie Beer and the Hyatt and Benson Tower, the car dealerships and the farm. So I have a lot to do. Um, I'm on numerous calls every day. Um, my day starts with an 8.30 conference call with all the executives. And then during the day, I, different times during the day, I talk with the vice president. And actually, last Friday, we had a conference call with all the employees, which was a challenge, but our most confident IT department pulled it off successfully, which was very gratifying. They are just great. And we had our employees send in questions, so we were able to answer their questions in our delivery, which worked out perfectly. Absolutely, and that's something that you all are going to continue to do every week as long as we are working from home. It's certainly beneficial for us in our staff. And you mentioned how much you're in communication with the executives and everyone else around you. What about the basketball and football operations department? I know the Saints are going through free agency right now. The Pelicans are still kind of waiting to see how the rest of the season plays out. But how much are you talking to them and kind of keeping up to date on what they're doing every day? You know, I'm in, I'm in constant touch with the Pelicans, with um, David Griffin and Alvin Gentry. And, you know, I'm so confident that the Pelicans are staying ready. You know, we owe this to our fans, and we're ready to deliver. You know, they're a young team. They're getting healthy. And, you know, before this virus started, you know, we were getting to the eighth seed. So I'm in daily contact with David and Alvin, and, you know, they're also working remotely. And I'm hoping that we can continue this role that we were on earlier. Um, both teams are working so hard to deliver a successful season, and I'm, I'm so proud of, of all of them. You know, we're talking about Saints free agency and some of the moves that uh, general manager Mickey Loomis has made in acquiring players. But the, the key word that we're hearing throughout this whole thing is culture and the culture around the locker room, not only for the Saints during this free agency, but you've heard it around with David Griffin in the Pelicans. How encouraging is it to hear that you have players that are wanting to come here to New Orleans, not because of how great the city is and how great the organization is, but just the culture 
and how great Sean Payton and Alvin Gentry have done to create that type of culture around your facility. You know, as, as good as all of those things are and as good as our culture is, you know, this really, this whole virus thing is really bigger than basketball and football. You know, we need to care for our citizens first and foremost. You know, and as I said earlier, I truly believe we have the best teams, executives, vice presidents, and employees in the NFL and NBA combined. You know, Mickey, Sean, the coaches, and the scouts, they're all working remotely from home, which is very difficult, but we're all ready to get back together soon. And winning comes from that hard work and commitment, and we're all part of a team. We will return stronger than ever, I'm confident. Uh, you know, I just miss everyone so much, the players, the, the fans, the employees, just everybody. It's so frustrating. But we need to flatten this curve together and be confident in knowing that we're gonna rem- I'm going to remember all of them in prayers, and we're going to look back on this as just a, something, another thing that happened to us in New Orleans. Very well said, Mrs. Benson. Uh, have you? How much have you talked to Sean Payne? Of course, he was one that tested positive for the coronavirus last week. How much have you talked to him? How is he doing during this tough time? You know, I have talked to Sean, and he's he's doing better. Um, you know, he's uh, talking about going to play golf, so he is getting better. But he um, he's still, uh, you know, quarantined, so he still has to kind of cool it. But um, but he is getting better. Um, I'm glad that he was able to stay home and take care of himself during this time, but it, it worked out for him. And, you know, and the Archbishop also had a, a problem with it, and he's been staying home, and I've been keeping in touch with him also because, you know, we're very close. Absolutely. And you mentioned how this community has come together, and in large part, thanks to you and the help that you have uh, have done with uh, the Gail Benson Community Assistance Fund that was created. You donated $1 million in partnership with the Greater New Orleans Foundation. Um, when all this started coming out and how serious they, this became so quickly, I mean, how quickly did you respond to this, knowing that you um, wanted to make sure that people were taken care of during this difficult time? You know, this is something my husband, Tom Benson, would have done. And, you know, we as a city are resilient, and we're going to get through this. We're a city of family, and we take care of each other. That's what we do. And I was really humbled to start that Gail Benson Fund, and I so much appreciate Andy Copeland for taking care of it for us. You know, Andy's going to be certain that the money will get into the hands of the most needy. And this means so much to me because a large portion of the people work for us on game day. And, you know, and I believe we're going to be back soon. I'm very confident in that. It's just going to take time and patience on our part. And you've, you've seen people taking your example and kind of helped with that. You've seen New Orleans original daiquiris with their gallons to go is donating sales to the Gail Benson Community Assistance Fund. Of course, auctioners doing everything they can. How great is it to see this city kind of come together during this difficult time and make sure that everyone is taking care of everyone is, you know, is making sure that they are still getting paid, getting jobs, food, shelter, um, more importantly, getting the, the, you know, the health they need to get back on track. How great is it to see others follow your lead and help donate during such a tough time around here? You know, it really does make you feel good to know that everybody's rallying together. And it's a new challenge for all of us and a new way of all of us doing business. So we all need to work together on this. You know, we're a resilient city, but challenges are not new to us. We've been through so many and we'll continue to bounce back. We have over the years and we will continue to. You know, some of the young people might not remember some of the challenges us uh, veterans have been through. But, I mean, you know, we we understand how tough it's been, and we'll always come back. 
you know, soon this is going to be marked as another challenge we overcame and we'll look back proudly as how we handled it with grace. And, you know, we, we just, we're part of the social fabric of New Orleans and we can and will handle all these challenges. I just miss all our fans and I can't wait for both seasons to start up again, both with the Saints and the Pelicans and all our other businesses and just to see everybody again. I just miss hugging everybody and holding hands and shaking hands and doing all the things that people do. And no, we're certainly missing being in the office and interacting with everyone. That's for sure. It's been kind of a, a challenge for everyone, but I know this organization, both of them have been doing a great job with, uh, with trying to main, remain as normal as possible um, during this whole crisis. Mrs. Benson, we talk about others joining in in the community and help donating, whether it's, you know, financial efforts or their time. Um, Zion Williamson, of course, um, as soon as this happened, wanted to make sure that he was taking care of uh, arena employees as well for uh, 30 days that were impacted by the stoppage of the Smoothie King Center. Of course, so many games have been suspended due to due to the coronavirus. What does it say about a 19-year-old that just entered the NBA that's a part of this organization to step up so quickly and, and make a donation with that? How great is it to have him representing not only the Pelicans organization, but the city of New Orleans as well? You know, that is such an incredible gesture on his part. I mean, it just shows you his background and his family. And I'm so honored to have him working with us. I mean, he's just such an incredible young man. You know, all of our players are incredible people. But him stepping up like that really, I mean, it really took my breath away. I mean, it was such a sweet, kind gesture on his part. And I'm just so proud that he's part of our team. Mrs. Benson, before I let you go, if you had one thing that you could say to the fans right now that are you know, anticipating, you know, these seasons to, to come together. I know the NFL is, is kind of going as normal right now as far as the draft coming up later on and free agency right now. But, of course, Pelicans fans are, are waiting to see what happens next with this team after they were playing so well before the NBA suspension hit. Whether it's sports related or not, what message would you say to everyone out there, the fans that are listening, uh, everyone in the city of New Orleans, around the state of Louisiana right now? What would you say to them? You know, just to please follow the guidelines. I know it's difficult, but we must follow the guidelines. You know, we owe a debt of gratitude to those on the front line, treating those impacted. You know, we have a special relationship with Ashna, and they're doing such an amazing job, as are the other hospitals in our area. You know, I make calls and I text some of the doctors that I know every day just to ask them how they're doing. Because, you know, I don't know if anybody thinks about how the doctors and nurses are really impacted by this. You know, Warner and I talk frequently. You know, the doctors throughout our region, you know, the healthcare workers, the nurses, the assistants, the food service, the EMS, fire workers, firemen, the policemen, you know, and our mayor and governor and city officials, they're all doing an incredible job. And they're just working so hard for all of us. We need to help flatten this curve and make a difference. Let's work together to beat this virus. Practice social distancing. And I really miss everyone, and I want everyone to stay safe, and I want to see them all again at the games real soon. I really appreciate the time. Um, I know this is a really difficult time for you and your staff and, and everyone out there, um, not only just in the state of Louisiana, but across the entire world. I really appreciate you taking some time today to talk with us, and we hope to hear from you soon. Stay safe and um, stay healthy. Thank you, Daniel. Same to you, and thank you for calling. I appreciate the call. You have a good day. You too.
a great way to end the podcast on this Wednesday. A huge thanks to Mrs. Benson for coming on today's podcast. We have plenty of great podcasts for you on both platforms for the rest of the week. On the Pelican side, we'll have Executive Vice President of Basketball Operations David Griffin join the show tomorrow. And then Jen Hale, Fox Sports New Orleans sideline reporter, will be on Friday. She's done a great job with these Pelicans playbacks and all the encore presentations of Pelicans basketball on Fox Sports New Orleans. So we'll get her thoughts on that, Todd Graffinini will be your host on Friday. And then on the Saints side, John DeShazer will chat with Saints general manager Mickey Loomis on Friday. So you don't want to miss it. We have a ton more podcasts coming your way. And we are glad that you have made us a part of your day during this difficult time. Stay safe. Keep practicing social distancing. And we look forward to bringing you these podcasts as many times as we can. And until tomorrow, for Mrs. Benson, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Saints and Pelicans podcast presented by CEO.